Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hey, mamas. So today's show, we have Emily and Merritt. You guys, these girls, you've known their clothes. You've known their style. They are incredible women, businesswomen, and humans and mothers. And we get all into talking about spoiling our kids and how to possibly not do it in this day and age where everything is so accessible and we want to give them the best, but we also want to teach them to be kind, considerate humans. So before we get into the show, let's talk about our favorite, Gold Peak Tea. So we're still talking about it because we still love it. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea that gives you that comforting feeling of home. And my God, I don't know about you, but I need all the refreshing ice cold drinks that I can get. And with Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea, I've got 14 variety of flavors and sizes. something for everyone, every taste bud, every occasion, especially in my house. We all have different tastes and beverages. So whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or a quick snack, the homebrewed taste of Gold Peak iced tea makes every meal more refreshing and more delicious. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. So enjoy the comfort feeling of home with Gold Peak Real Brew Tea. With ice cold Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the taste that brings you home. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello. I feel like I always want to say good morning because we record in the mornings, but people might be listening to this in the middle of the night while they're nursing or they're something. Pumping. Yeah. Which is where this idea was born. Exactly. So we feel you, but well, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of Mama Said. I'm Jamie. I'm Jenna. I feel like it's been a minute. It has. It's been like a good two weeks. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, I missed you. Miss you too. <laughs> tell, tell me about your week. What's your um, win fails? Mommy win. Mommy fail. Okay, we're going to get right into it. My fail, I have a lot of them. And I know we have some episodes coming up, so I'll, yeah. you know, save some of them. But <laughs> but I'm going to talk about my fail this morning, which I can't seem to get a grasp on. So it's it's really strange. On Wednesdays and Fridays, I have the nanny. And um, every, she comes at 8 a.m., I love her. She's amazing. And I'm like looking forward to like 8 a.m. Like when the clock strikes 8, I'm like, the countdown to when the countdown comes. But every time she comes, it all hell breaks loose. And it's supposed to be the opposite, right? So like, I guess my fail to wrap it up quickly is I can't figure out why. I mean, I know maybe it's because like a part of it is my daughter gets a little moody because I'm 
going to leave. But I don't even know if it's – I think like the energy of my nanny might be a little too strong when she walks in and it kind of like throws everything for a loop. And what I want to do is I want to be like, okay, like I'm going to go take a shower. What it do you mean? Ne- they like start crying? Or- yeah, they're just like, mommy, mommy. And you know, and and they get really um, – Anxious? Anxious or like – like worked up. And I hate that because it's supposed to be the opposite. I want to kind of like be like, here you go. And I can go in my room so and get you dressed. Need to and think I think of a smoother transition. Need to think of a smoother transition. I've thought about this a lot. And I've, I kind of like watched what happened today. And it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, she got there. I told her what the deal was. I was like, I actually have to leave early. Um, so I'm, I, can you take them outside? Like outside is always a good mm-hmm. distraction. I'm like, can you take them outside to play with them? And she did. But then everything, one thing after another, Milo hit his head. Then Daisy fell. And then they wanted me to make a sandwich and they wanted me to do this and they wanted me to do that. And then she wasn't taking like the initiative to be like, all right, she needs to go get ready for work. Like she knows I work on Fridays. And then I felt like I was getting pissed off because she wasn't just being like, let's go. Yes. So I guess my fail is that I haven't figured out a way to have a smooth transition on a Wednesday I and Friday. I feel like we have a lot of issues with your nanny and we maybe, maybe need to find a new one. She's she's actually amazing. The kids okay. love her and she really loves them. And I actually had a big talk with her the other day because we have some issues, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll discuss that <laughs> later, maybe on the next episode. She's amazing. She loves my children and she's a really Which is the most good, important. Yeah. And I, and I love her too. I think we just have different energy. So that's all. I mean, can I fire someone from the You're energy also, aspect? Your kids are little. I think, you know, look, sometimes my kids have days where they're bummed about it. My nanny comes a whole lot more than yours. Yeah. Uh, but it, it just give them a minute. I mean, yeah. also, too, I think you guys can figure out a, like the smoother transition. And she has to take the initiative to understand she's on the clock. Yeah. You she's being paid. You need to have your time. Yeah. Yeah. You need to just stand up more for yourself, I think. Yes. And nanny. also, like, I think it's my responsibility to figure out like a, a way to to figure to you have a smoother to do it whatever. Together. Don't put it all. On um, you. OK, well. What's your win? win? My win is that um, Neil and I went to a day party last Saturday, like a full-on day party. We raged. We went with friends, Odie and Are you Dave. ready for another one then this weekend? That's, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. So we, we, f- we had Nanny. It was amazing. We had the best time. I mean, we drank. We Good. maybe smoked a little weed. Like, yes, I, I haven't know, I in, that. I know, I haven't in like, I don't know, four or five years. And it was really fun. And I wasn't anxious and I wasn't nervous. And it was just so much fun. And the next you. day was literally the worst day of my entire life. I'm not kidding. I had a headache for 48 hours straight. Oh, yeah. But it was really fun. Good. And we like, it was let, good for we you guys. Loose. Yeah. Good. Um, I'm proud of you. And then this weekend, I have to do it all over again tomorrow. I'm throwing a surprise yeah. party for Cutter. My husband's turning 30. Yes, 30. Um, youngin. Youngin. Baby. Uh, but we're throwing – he never went to college. So we're throwing a good old beer kegger rager. Yeah. During the day, it's all he wanted for his birthday was a Saturday with no children. He wants to know, remember what that was like. So yeah, Jen well. and he will be there. All right. I'll quickly say my win fails. My fail, I feel like this week I cannot do anything right. I feel like I'm failing at every area of my life. I feel like I'm not enough in any area of my life, where whether it be my kids, whether it be my marriage, whether it be my career. It just, it just, I'm, I also have my period, but it just feels oh, like too. I'm... Oh, we synced up yep. again. Okay. I feel like 
I feel bad. I feel depressed. I called you about it, Jenna. Mm -hmm. I just, um, also Bo is, and I know a lot of women out there want me to talk about my MS and parenting, and we're going to do an episode about that, but I just feel like Bo's picking up on my limitations lately for the first real time, and it's really throwing me for a loop, and it's really making me upset where he'll say things, and he's not meaning to be mean, but he'll be mm -hmm. like, you know, Maria can play a lot longer than you, mm -hmm. or Malia, Maria can run and do fun things with Jack and I, and I think Jack might like playing with Maria more than you, and he's not, I know he's just has an observation, and I get it, but it's like really hurting my yeah, feelings. It so it's just been feeling like a massive fail. But my major win is that during one of these like terribly hard days, um, Cutter and I had a moment where he looked at me and he said, I realize how hard your days are. I realize how hard it is for you. And I just want you to know that that's not lost on me. And I love you. And you need to tell me how I can help you more in the times that I am home. And it was just like, oh, like, sometimes oh it's my all you God. need. <laughs> you just offered up the greatest gift ever. And just, you know, it's sometimes it's not even things change, but if somebody can just acknowledge something, it just feels really wonderful. Yeah. And so that to me was a massive win. That is a win. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break, but today's topic is spoiling our kids. How do we give them everything they want and things that we want without spoiling them? And we have two amazing women here to cover that with us. So we will be right back. Oh my God. It's already back to school time. And as parents, you want to equip your kids with everything that they need. And that means making sure they have the skills and confidence to succeed. We recommend giving them the Mathnasium Advantage, whether they need to get caught up in math or if they're advanced and you want them to stay ahead. Mathnasium will help make this their best school year yet. Mathnasium is the authority on math education for grades 2 through 12 with over 1,000 franchise locations worldwide. We love it because it gets kids excited about math. It builds their skills and their confidence while having fun. So make this your kid's best school year yet. Schedule a risk-free assessment with Mathnasium today. We have a special URL and phone number just for our listeners. So go to mathnasium.com slash mama today or call 877-834-MATH. That's mathnasium.com slash mama or call 877-834-MATH. Okay, we're back with these two incredible women that I think, Jenna, did you corner them at a party and I did. Like basically beg them to come on the show? With yes, us? I've always wanted to meet them. And then I went to a party at your store, which is the most dreamy store I've ever seen in my entire life. And then I fell in love with them. And I was like, these girls are so cute. They're coming on our podcast. Okay, well, here so they, they yeah. are. Okay, our guests today are Emily Kern and Merritt Elliott. They are fashion designers and co-founders of the women's apparel line, The Great, which is... More than great. More it's than great. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and lifestyle brand, Emily and Merritt, they are members of the prestigious CFDA. And if you haven't seen their collaboration with Pottery Barn, do yourself a favor. And in December, Emily and Merritt spearheaded the LA launch of the Female Founder Collective, which is incredible. An initiative started in New York City by Rebecca Minkoff to help firm a network of businesses led by women that support women. Enough talking by me. Please welcome Emily and Merritt. Yay. Thank you, guys. I feel like we should have 
have like a clap. We should. Yay. (laughs) So before we get into it, could you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, how you guys met and started, and then maybe your family so that they know who we're referencing when we're talking. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is Merit, and Emily and I met as students at UCLA. Oh, wow. 20 plus years ago. We never, we don't need to say Something that. like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm proud of our age and our, yes. um, the span of our friendship. So, um, yeah, we bought, we were both from northern, different parts of Northern California and we had that in common. And then we had just a sensibility of, um, a fashion sensibility that we had in common. So we started by, you know, shopping together and that developed into a friendship. And then we sat next to a each other at graduation and we kind of said a pledge like we were going to work together one day. Wow. That's we had no idea what that was going to be or what that looked like. But, um, as we sort of ventured off to, um, as we became stylists and editor assistants and all the assisting jobs, we started um, working together and built a portfolio to become a stylist styling team Mm -hmm. and became a styling team. And we did that for a long time. And through that we consulted and then through consulting, we built a denim brand and then we, Led the denim brand and then sold the denim brand. <laughs> I'm really summarizing this. <laughs> this in a is right. I, know, I love it. And then we um, did and, and continued to style and consult through the whole that whole journey. Yeah. Um, and then um, did a collaboration with Pottery Barn, which is a long time ago. So amazing. Good. And that is um, that was their first collaboration as a company and um it was meant to be just be one season but it was it was successful and fun for everybody so that's continued and we were were the first people who actually have collaborations across all three brands which is kids baby kids teen and adult yeah amazing so um that's been a fun part of our creative journey um and then most uh, we wrote a book about denim in that time Mm -hmm. between two clothing brands. No big deal. (laughs) And then... um, And also had children. Yes. That that was weaved in there. Um, And then in 2015 launched um, just kind of our dream collection, which is The Great. And um, we call that like our our true peak of the mountain experience because not only because we love the product, but you know, we've really through all their experiences was able to curate the right team and the right environment and the right pace and mm-hmm. really speak to our customer. And we didn't have to sell our souls and we yeah. <laughs> didn't have to say yes to everything and all the things that we learned. And the, everything was on your terms. Yes. And um, I your think vision. people feel that in the product and the store and all the things. Yeah. So um, that brings us the most joy, but we're still always looking for new projects and fun things things to do because we are innately multitaskers and overachievers as all women are and successful yes. and and great at what you do. Um, and then I'll, I'll, um, since I talk too much, I will say about my family is that I, um, Emily and I are basically soulmates and sisters, but we actually had a very different, um, unfolding of our family lives. I met my first husband when we were at UCLA, and Emily was was one of Emily's best friends too. Um, we met when we were twenty, and then um, got engaged when we were twenty four, and then it, when he was twenty five, got diagnosed with brain cancer, and we got married like a month after he was diagnosed. That was already planned, and then two years later, we had a baby, mm. and her name is Lyric, um, and then he died when he was thirty two. Mm. Um, and I'll, and Emily will pick up her timeline around then. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then when I was 34, something, a couple years later, I met my new husband, John, and then we have two children and she, and have, um, Wolf is six and Boone is two. Those, that's beautiful. So Those I've been names. a mom for a really long time. You have. Thank you for sharing <laughs> all you. that. Yeah. My father passed away of brain cancer oh, as wow. well as a 
You're part of this terrible club. <laughs> part of the terrible club. Yeah. Yeah, when I was 10. So, Oof. so it's hard. Well, that gives me hope that Lyric will grow up to be an amazing woman oh, like you. Thank you. How beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh. Grieving is, is weird, but you get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's well, go well, on. Okay, so, yeah. so I met well, my I met my husband when I was thirty around and um I don't know the timeline, but we got married and had a ba- and had a baby, Wallace, who's now six. They're actually, Wallace and Wolf are six weeks apart. Oh my you God. know, Wallace and Bo were actually on a little soccer team together I for know. a little while. Oh, they're so that soccer cute. Is so cute. And oh your husband's God. so sweet. He's the best. He's, he's a really he's, good dad. He is. He's so involved. Yes. Um, he's the best. I mean, some of the moms at school call him their mom friend, <laughs> which I love, but also That's so cute. get jealous, but love. Um. And then we have a three-year-old, Lyle. She's um, a spitfire. She's amazing. They're very different from each other. but Really? Uh, but yeah, so he, so we have a little family that we love. Oh, and, I love um, that. And I definitely started a little later, mm-hmm. um, but it's been awesome. Oh, that's I love that. Well, I love that you guys are such a team yes. in basically everything you do. In life and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's inspiring. It's wonderful. I feel like that's kind of like, I mean, we're well, in a very different business. But what we're, we aspire yeah, to. Yeah, we're, we're grown, yeah, we started later than you guys, but yeah. we hope to, you know, get to the place maybe yeah. in 10 I mean, years. we like and, to say that we're married, too, because like, <laughs> you yeah, are. Yeah, you're work-wise. It's yeah. a very important relationship yeah, and partnership. Is. Yes. Heading back to school comes with a lot of new emotions, new people, new responsibilities, new places. And as a parent, watching your kids deal with anxiety can be really, really tough. Did you know that one in five college students struggle with their mental health? Campus counseling services are fighting to keep up. That leaves students stuck on wait lists, unable to get the help that they really need. So let's talk about Talkspace. Talkspace believes that no student should have to wait to get the support that they need. With Talkspace Student Plan, students can connect with their therapist in less than 24 hours. They'll choose from a selection of recommended therapists and get started right away. No more waiting. A whole month of Talkspace Student Plans costs about as much as a single face-to-face therapy session. And best of all, Talkspace lets you access your therapist from anywhere at any time, so you never have to wait to share what's really on your mind. The Talkspace Student Plan pairs your student with a licensed therapist trained to address the challenges they face. To get started for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash student. Make sure to use the code MAMA to get your first week free and show your support for this show. That's promo code MAMA at Talkspace.com slash student. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We should do another episode about how you keep building businesses as best friends. That's huge. Yes. I mean, a lot of and you know, moms I mean, and moms. I mean, like that. Those are huge hurdles to overcome yes. when best friends start businesses together. Yes. Um, All right. Well, yeah. we'll we'll just do this episode okay, yes. first with you. Okay. So I've been really looking forward to this discussion because I don't think that there's a day that goes by that I don't think or worry about um, spoiling my children because it's you know we are obviously all. Um, living in such a way that we are fortunate and we want to give and share all of the goodness with our families, but we want to be conscious of raising good kids because I, I think I probably have said it a million times on this show, but I feel like our kids come into this world really like who they are and our main job as parents is to just give them a moral compass, right? And teach them to be kind, conscious humans. So sometimes how do you do that? It can be, feel kind of really 
confusing and scary. So I would love to throw it to you ladies first and just maybe sharing what your experience has been like with with that. And are you conscious or is it a struggle for you in sort of trying to balance giving and loving and um, being chill, but you know, being conscious of not raising spoiled kids, especially in LA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's interesting because this brings up so much and we're going into so much of it, but like creativity is the most important kind of pillar in our house. Mm-hmm. And my husband's a musician and I, I'm a businesswoman, but it's from a, in creative field. So yeah. when I look at my gr- youth growing up in Northern California and what, and what I, we were, I had a lot and I had plenty, but but resourcefulness and and not having all the things I wanted led to me having to be creative. So mm. I needed all the way through my whole. I mean, up until high school, I wanted to look a certain way. I had to kind of make it. Did your parents make a conscious effort to let you be creative in that sense? I don't know. I guess I should ask, but I didn't. I mean, they were professors, and there was a level of creativity in our yeah. home. But like, and I mean, Merritt grew up very similarly because we talk about this quite a bit. But like, I wanted to you know look like nine hundred two, and now I had to go to Goodwill and find vintage jeans like if I wanted to yes have a certain toy or whatever I would kind of craft it so that really was an important piece of how who I've become and so with Mm -hmm. my kids I don't want them to have access to every single little thing that they see because I want them to have to feel like they need to you know make it or put it together um or come up with sort of creative ways to get there my god yeah it's the best exercise for children I mean we even that's such great advice you know I I'm starting my daughter is one and a half and I'm starting to you know figure out what else I can do besides you know she's mobile and she's starting to talk a lot and so I'm like what else can I do to get the time going and I'm starting to save toilet paper rolls and like just stupid silly stuff but I'm watching her you know like put little glue and beads on it and just like sitting back and like instead of going to like Toys are, or that's gone now, but um, instead of going to Target and buying like pre made arts and crafts, like you just like have what you have in your house, let them be creative, yeah. let them make what we they know have. Bo and makes things out of all our boxes. old Amazon boxes. Yeah, it's like best. we've made robots, we've made spaceships. It's, because what and are, it's hours yeah. of yeah, stimulation. How, how old is Bo? Five and a half. Okay, and how old is your other? A year and a half. Okay, yeah. And, and yours are how old? Uh, almost four. My son is almost four, and then okay. Daisy's one and a half. Okay, so so almost similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's. I mean, that is a very. It is because you want that question. Is it a want or a need? Right. And so, if the things that they want, if showing them, because I also think that that could really establish a lot of self esteem and and good feelings that come from like being able to create something that you play with or wear. Totally. I mean, today at my daughter's camp, it was superhero day. And I saw like a lot of people bought costumes and mm-hmm. stuff, but she just like put it together in <sighs> her from her closet, like red and blue and white. And we found a gold headband and she just like, and it made me happy because it was using what we had. And mm-hmm. she used her creativity to make herself look like a superhero and made a cape out of something. And I think that's just what I want for them is to feel like they controlled it and it wasn't just purchased and thrown on them. That's so such great advice. Do your kids ever ask you about the businesses you've created and how you did that? Are they curious? I mean, I would – it's so funny because um, like my 14-year-old, sometimes I'm like, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, And she looks at me and kind of shakes her head because I think they just don't know any different. Right. Yeah, you know, right. And, of course. Um, but I mean, we, it's work and like, you know, I have 
access to nice clothes and nice yeah. things, but I'm always like, girl, you're not, if you want to wear something from the great, you have to go to the sample sale. You're not wearing a hundred dollar t-shirt to school because I mean, I have to keep her real. I certainly didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, and before school started, like we went to the Mervyn's yeah. and bought our five things for the year. And that was it. I was one of five kids and I had to really think of, you know, those five things were important and I had to make mm. them last. And I, I just want her to be aware of that. I'm not serving her. I'm, yeah. not, I'm serving women who make money and mm. can buy themselves things because mm-hmm. they worked really hard and they did that through education or hard work or whatever it is. So um, that's what she, I mean, for me, it's just kind of like she, it is what it is, but she doesn't really benefit from what I create so much. I mean, you not know, yet. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. she certainly has really cute pottery barn stuff in her room. Yeah. That's for certain. I'm sure she's just got great style also by just by example of seeing. Yeah. yeah I mean, style. I mean, I think I could speak to all of our children is that we definitely, um, let them dress themselves and express Good. themselves. Yes. And, um, I can, I know, um, we both just don't also spend a lot of money on our kids' clothes because no, we just fundamentally no. like are like they have holes in their knees and they're running and that's something you Daisy work Daisy's wearing three to six months still. Let's just put it that <laughs> yeah, way. She's I'm, she's mini, but like I'm like, do I buy her new clothes? Like she still kind of fits in that. I'm like, think, I don't care. I think yeah. Jack has maybe worn like two new things. Everything yeah. is from Bo. Yeah. Yeah. And it all gets like you said, knee, holes in the knees. But don't you think that like we're that's we're starting on the right foot though? Yeah. 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 I mean course. I just feel like it's just you innately teach them those things in their everyday life. Yeah. Like they don't get new things all the time. And it's not about what you wear. It's what you do and what you wear. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, I when that. it comes from people who create clothes, it's important that we are perpetuating that. And, I mean, that's what the great is, is we make clothes that people actually wear. We're yes. not, not uncomfortable things that you have to wear a corset under for the red carpet. Right. We're like, no, this is because this woman's a dynamic and she does X, Y, and Z. So we that's part of the conversation. Well, and you, we want to spend money on things that you would wear every day and feel good in and feel comfortable in. So it, it makes total sense. And that's why it's so wonderful. I mean, it must feel good to look around the streets, at, at least in Los Angeles. I know that we have a lot of listeners in other places, but I mean, this is a uniform. I mean, my, my purple, the great shirt, I mean, the sweatshirt is my uniform. I wear it yeah. with jeans every single day and you're wearing it with a skirt. I mean, you don't have to spend a ton of money on clothes. You just yeah. get your staple pieces like this sweatshirt, which is like basically changed my mom wardrobe. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I bought it, it like when I saw you guys at the store. It's special. Yeah, it does. And you can be comfortable. Yes. Yeah, you can wash it. And I can wash it. And when I do, because it's dirty with shit on a, you know, but. So I, like I had said, I've been like super conscious about this and my husband's super stressed about it. My husband grew up super, super, super wealthy and he had a dad that was never around. So just anything he wanted was kind of thrown at him. And he, fortunately, I think just because of his mom had an awareness of how lucky he was. So it's not like he was a spoiled kid, but he's just so conscious of, especially with Bo, our older one, just not giving him spoiling him. Yes. So there's research that we've done over the years that I'll share with you guys of kind of what we've done. So I'm a hard ass when I'm a mom. I set very clear limits and I do not stray from them. So whether it be like, if you do that, we're leaving. If he does it, we'll leave. Jenna, I know you've done that with Milo too. And they benefit from that and they understand. And also too, I never give in to begging because it just doesn't make sense. It just, usually he's always begging for something that he wants, whether Mm -hmm. it be a toy when we're in Target, when I'm just needing to get, you know, some towels or whatever it is. And I think that also I've led by example, because I'm really proud of him 
he always says thank you. And if we ever give him something and we don't, I will literally keep my hand on it. And, and he'll look at me like, what are you doing? And then he'll realize, oh, sorry, thank you, mommy. Because I, all day, even when my nanny's there, I say thank you for everything because I want him to understand that she's not your servant. This this isn't just happening. Like, and we are, aren't. People are servants. Right. Yeah. Like, people are being kind and people are, are, this is an effort to do things for you. And another big thing for me is never letting him quit something. Because obviously there's days where he's like, I don't want to do karate anymore. I, I've talked mm-hmm. about that in the show. Or like, I will not let my kids quit something. I don't know if you've had experience no, with that. No, this is all, I'm, I'm writing all these things down. You're a really good mom. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I just, I aspire for all those things. It's hard to stick to them. It's, yeah. It is hard to stick to them. I have a lot of time. I don't have incredible businesses like you ladies that maybe I wouldn't have time for otherwise. I mean, another thing is because of my OCD-ness of cleanliness, my kids clean. If they're a mess, they clean it. I do not, even the baby, he knows if he takes out all his cars, like I'll tell him, put your cars away and he gets it now. He knows he's got to put them all back in the bin because you can have all the fun you want. I have two crazy boys. So my house looks like a bomb went off each night, but I'm not there to clean up their mess. They have to clean it up. They have to. I'm in like this weird place where sometimes I catch myself so tired and exhausted from just like the day in life that I'm kind of like sometimes bribing Milo. I'm like, okay, if you do this, like I'll get you like a, a oh, little toy. Here. Totally guilty of that. And and then I realized I was doing it a lot because it was working, but then I realized it was backfiring on me. So how because he would be like, okay, so you're gonna buy me this, right? If I if I do this, you'll uh... buy me something. And I and then I started to, you know, say, well, no, you know, I I can't buy you a lot of things. Daddy, go, he know whenever Neil goes to work, my husband, he's like, "Where's, where's Daddy?" Or he's on a vacation, or he's on a trip, and I'm like, "Yeah, like he is going to work to make money for the family, so we can go to school, buy clothes, put food on the table." So he understands that. So whenever I say like, you know, we don't have all the money in the world, we have money to do some extra things, like buy you some toys sometimes, but then we have to use it all on like put it on our, in our piggy bank if we, you know, get something or like buy food or whatever. But it started to backfire on me and it was out of my laziness because I I was just so tired when I had Daisy that like the easiest thing and of he was course. two was to just be like, look, like I'll I'll get you ice cream or like I'll go to the toy store and I'll get you I'll get you a toy if you just like please sit down for twenty minutes. I can't. It's it's hard. Don't like, be so what do you, hard on what yourself. Do you, hey, I know, don't be so hard on yourself. But there's he's so young. Where yeah. where are you guys feeling on? Because as you're saying this to me, I'm thinking, well, what about like age appropriate chores to earn something? Right. Do you guys do chores with your kids? So um, I'm always inspired when people say they do, and I'm like, I'm going to start that. Yeah. These yeah. Chores, and then the people have the the things where they like get the allowance and they have to save some and mm-hmm. donate some, or so they right. have some amazing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. And I realized that I actually just don't have the bandwidth to manage that. And mm-hmm. I have to accept that about myself. And that's okay. But so, you do things that uh, those other families don't do. Yeah. So, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but I've decided that my thing is um, they just have to do what I tell them. So when I say if the, you know, um, Lyric come and load the dishwasher, the answer has to be a yes. 
So like, I'm just dull it on. It's just real. She's part of the household. They have to contribute. So it's just real time chores is kind of how I, and then when Lyric wants to go and go to a movie and, um, you know, get ice cream with our friends, I will give her money because she has said yes and done all the things. So I think it's more of like a fluid, um, unconscious. I don't know if I'm teaching her about saving or any of those things, but, um, it's like you contribute and then you get the benefit of, you know, me hooking you up with some stuff. But, um, the, the little people, it's the same as you, like clean up after and 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 try to resist the bribing is the hard one. Yeah. Yes. It's more just like the gift is all the toys that are on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Right? So like it's not... That's, a, that's actually a good way to... Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll say things like, okay, well, if you leave things on the ground, then that's telling me it's trash. And if it's trash, then yes. someone's going to walk by and throw it away. If you don't, if you're treating it like trash, then it's trash. And, and then they get freaked out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we innately have more respect for our stuff, right? When we're responsible from the beginning yes, to the definitely. end. So when they're disconnected to it, then they don't respect the stuff. Well, if they buy things with their own money, yeah, especially if it's, I feel like it's more of a treasure. So we, Bo has been losing teeth. Even though he's five, he's on tooth number four. And it's a lot of dough. While now, anytime he wants something, and if it's not a birthday or Christmas or anything, he's got to use his money. Uh, on the flip side, I'm probably spoiling him because apparently the going rate for a tooth is 10 bucks. What? Oh, really? I think that's like maybe the Ours first is like a dollar. <laughs> Mine was, I got like 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got pennies. Yeah. Which, by the way, Bo was like, oh, well, that's more than $10. It's 50. I want that. And I'm like, oh, you don't get this yet. Maybe yeah. I should just. But he has, you know, he's got 40 bucks. That's a he lot can, of money. So I tell him, you, you're going to go in your piggy bank and you'll buy it. And we bought something for $10. And it, this little motorcycle that he bought is like the most special thing yeah. because oh, he wow. bought it. And it does. It has a lot more value because it was from him. I wonder what age you can start doing this. Like, I'm like things are starting mm-hmm. to... You know, go through my I think brain you right can start now. Now, I mean, instead Little of age-appropriate things, look it up. Research, like you know, what chores you can give a three-year-old. Because I also think they get excited, especially when they're young. Probably not lyric, but because, like you know, she's a teenager. I mean, I don't have experience with teenagers, but I can remember when I was one. Uh-huh. And anything my mom asked me to do was annoying, right? Right. But when they're little, they get like excited to have responsibility. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I do see a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Wallace is really, I mean, it's partly her personality, but she's really into like charts. So like, and achieving Mm, mm. stars or whatever. And she has this like Fitbit type of thing, Garmin thing. And it can, gives you like how many steps you get a reward. Or if you do your chores, you get a reward. And it's like, is it, it's like hits? Yeah. It's like, but the reward is like an elephant pops up, you know, it's like, but it's really cool. And, um, but she's really into like, what are the five things on the chart and making sure that she did them. And one of them is like not fighting with her sister, which is like not a chore, but she'll, you know, she knows that if she doesn't get those, um, you know, she had a tough day yeah. or whatever. So those have been good for her. It's not so much chores, just more like checklists. Right. Yes. Uh, but she loves it. I mean, my my three-year-old doesn't care about anything to do with a bribe. I mean, she is just so willful. If we were trying to potty train even – I mean, my older daughter was way potty trained by three. Yeah. And she is just not interested. And I'm, I've tried everything. Like, I will give you candy. I will yeah. – nothing. Not nothing. interested. She's strong. That's so interesting. Yeah. Which will pay off in the end. Yeah. But I'm sure it's very hard right now as yeah. her parents. You're like, I just don't want to buy more diapers. I know. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> or change oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny. I think, Put in your time. I, know, I think Daisy will be that way. Daisy will be like, I don't give a f- 
Yeah. What's wrong with a diaper? Like that's I so think much more that's what, that would be Daisy. Milo was like, get me out of a diaper. I can aim into the toilet. This is so fun. Yeah. Like that's what he was yeah. like. I think Daisy will be like, Mwah. it's amazing how different yeah. they can be. Right. Very. In Are the same of- parenting, you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know. That's like, a, that's the only, I kind of want another kid. Not really, but mm. the only reason or why I want another child is because I want to see who he or she is. Like, I love seeing yes. their different personalities. Yes. I, I think totally it's, get that. It's crazy. Not um, having another one. Okay. Well, another thing I found <laughs> I like in our that research. Nice tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Another one. <laughs> uh, my husband says we're not having another one, but I want another one. Um, we'll see. Yeah. It's not up to him, right? Right. Um, so my son has a lot of anxiety. So like if we say we're going to go to Disneyland on Saturday – for the entire week, he will not sleep and ask, oh, wow. is it Saturday yet? Is it Saturday yet? He has such bad anxiety. So we've had to start to like surprise him, even with going to a movie. And I found that now when we surprise him, like, guess what? Today, we're going to go see Toy Story. The whole time we're there, he's like, mommy, thank you so much. It's because it doesn't feel, I don't know. It's fa- I found like if he knew in advance. Interesting. It's like he was expecting it, and it was not as big of a deal as when it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've like unlocked this cool secret, but it's really I've really found like he appreciates it so much more when it's a special surprise. Like I just took him to New York with me, and he didn't know until we were leaving that day. And he doesn't have anxiety if you just bring it on him. No, he's so stoked. So I think that's the way to go. I don't I don't tell Milo a lot. Like you don't. If we're, no, like if we're gonna go to the beach, like I don't want to tell him because then he's gonna ask me. Like, are we going tomorrow? Are yes, we going today? Are we yes. going tomorrow? Oh, When's tomorrow? When's the next day? When's next questions. week? So I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to like tell him that morning. So he thinks I'm like superwoman. Yeah. Like you. And it's so much better. Yes. So much better. It is. And it just feels more special. Yeah. I don't know why. I got to try that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Sometimes when you talk about things too much, like, oh, the first day of school, the first day of school, and then yeah. all of a sudden you've created a mon- anxiety yeah. Such a monster. And I'm like, what was I doing? Yes. I'm like, no wonder why they're acting up and won't go to sleep and being right. fighting with their siblings. Because I'm give, giving, I keep, I bring it up. Yeah. Right. And it's like too much information yeah. to handle or something. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. I just jumped on the bandwagon. I now use earbuds thanks to these Raycon ones. My husband is so proud of me and it makes all the difference. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market and they sound just as amazing, even better actually. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge. Wow, all my favorite musicians. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great too. Go to buyraycon.com slash mama to get 15% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash mama for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash mama. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. So I have a question about spoiling. I'm remembering when I was a teenager, when I was like 12, 13, 14, I went to school here in LA and um, a lot of the kids had a lot more than me. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I grew up the same. Um, These houses were extraordinary, Mm -hmm. like beyond anything I've ever really seen. 
the clothes from the stores that they were going to at age 12. And I, and I remember I, my mom must have done something right um, because I never – I always went to their house. They were my best, best friends, but I never really left feeling like I didn't have anything. Um, but also my mom didn't run and buy me, buy me stuff. I mean, she was very – I think – my mom was always like, look, like we don't have as much money as, as this friend and this friend, but you know, that's just who we are. You know, your, your stepdad works really hard. And like, I think somehow I understood that and I was okay with it. But I remember going to that new school and like kind of getting really like thrown for a loop being like, is this is crazy. Like, this is crazy how other people live. And how do you not, how, how, do, how do you keep your child grounded? And I feel like you're going through that now. And how do you keep your kid grounded? And how do you keep them, you know, knowing that just because the, your, some of your best friends have way more money than you and, you know, more clothes and more this and more that and more vacations. Like, how do you, how do you keep them feeling okay that they're not going to have all that? Like, do you, I mean, I felt I, I can relate. Like I grew up in a town where there was affluence everywhere and I grew up with everything I could possibly need, but there was five of us. My parents worked and we didn't get everything we wanted, but I never felt unfulfilled because I think the, the, we were so enriched by just the siblings Mm -hmm. relationships and my parents were always present, the love, the love. And like, we just we like we didn't have a fancy backyard but we had a big patch of grass and we played on it all the time and I felt I feel really fulfilled and then I moved to Los Angeles and then inevitably my daughter is now sort of in she's in the private school system mm-hmm. and again back to where I was surrounded by affluence mm-hmm. so the best I can I do is just kind of lead set by example mm-hmm. just the language I use and I heard an interesting fact the other day, and this is kind of off the subject, but they said that um, children are more influenced by um, diversity, not by the school that you send them to, the town that you live in, but by who their parents hang out with. Oh. And um, like, do we, do I have diverse friends? Uh When I have a dinner party, do you look around and is there gay people and people of color and all the things? And I realized I'm like, you know what? I just need to take the, I just need to be real with myself. And Mm so the thing, the materialism that I, that what I value in my own thing, that's more, that's going to be way more important than what she, she's not going to pay attention to what her friend's shoes are wearing. If I'm not pointing out, Oh, I wonder what that is. And I want to buy that and look at the price tag. I mean, she's, she's way more influenced by me. So luckily I'm still holding on to my small town (laughs) Mervyn's roots in that way. And really we just kind of keeping it real. And I, and then sometimes I'll say like, Oh, that summer camp your friend went to that costs as much as my honeymoon. And I just want you to know, like, I never got to go water skiing until I was 20, whatever. And that that was the first time and they get to do it every day. And that's just not reasonable. And our family isn't just built like that. Like I sometimes add price tag to things and she's like, whoa. Yes. (laughs) But I think that that in the end, what you just said, it's everything. It's just leading by example because we are the biggest influence. And I think that that's where we can take a little bit of this load off of our back because if you're good people and conscious people and you have all different types of friends and you are grateful, your kids will be too. Yeah. yeah. And that's more pressure truth. on us, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but get but then the benefit is we were we're better people, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And so it fades off a little what bit. What about taking them uh, to do charity work. Do you ever do something like that? Or Yeah. I mean, my Wallace and I go to baby to baby and we do things. I mean, mm-hmm. and we, and I've actually, when we go, she like starts shopping on the aisles, like thinking that those, she wants all the toys. And so then I have to explain to her like, no, these aren't, 
for you. Yeah. We're here to give. And, and she understands now because we've been doing it enough. And um, so now she makes like little piles and bags for baby to baby. And like yes. she understands. Um, I think that's really important. And I, and again, lead by example. I mean, we do a lot of things um, in non- the nonprofit world and I explain them to her. And um, yeah, it's example. Totally. I do once a year with Bo where we go through his toys and I'm say, like, what do we not play with anymore? Mm-hmm. What do we not need? What's not important to us? And we'll make a bag and, and donate yeah. it. Yeah. There's actually a baby to baby for our listeners that don't know, Baby to Baby is a wonderful organization. Yes. Um, they um, do so much for children who don't have um, the money to buy clothes, families, food, cribs, families, diverse, diverse families. Um, so um, at my son's school, there's a baby to baby bin. I think they're at a lot of mm-hmm. schools, but it's right when you walk in. So we started donating a lot of stuff. And now my son goes, um, what toys can we put in the baby to baby bin for people who don't have money? And so I think just exposing them, exposing them, and having yeah. them, they can't, they understand, I think more than we give them credit for. Yes. And I think the younger you start with anything, the more ingrained things become, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Another thing Jen and I found, which I thought was a really good idea, was writing thank you notes with them, like if mm-hmm. they can't write yet, to mm-hmm. do that because I'm a big thank you note writer. I love writing thank you notes. I do too. I love it getting makes... thank you notes. Me too. Oh, me too. Yeah. It's I just... love getting any mail that's not a bill. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, right? <laughs> I love it. <sighs> totally. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it just – I. I'm. I love gratitude. I mean, it. It is mm-hmm. the greatest feeling in the world to me when you can genuinely have like a whole sense of gratitude for something. And I think then when you, sh- it makes me so happy to express my gratitude to somebody else. And mm-hmm. I'm. Tr- I'm trying to teach Bo. Like, doesn't it feel good to like have somebody know how special yeah. it feels that they gave you something or did something for you? I have a good. Um, actually, just gave this. We just gave one to Wallace for her birthday. But we have a gra- kids' gratitude journal. And you should get it. You can yes. get it just on Amazon. And this one, this one has a um, unicorn on the front. But I'm oh, sure there's other fancy other <laughs> covers. Unicorns for anyone. But it says it says things I was grateful for today. Something that was awesome. And then you circle like the face. But um, oh, that's so. So cute. we've been doing it. And then um, like so, my six year old leads it. And what I've noticed is that she everything she's grateful for are experiences. Aww. And like even if we you know we'll be like playing in the pool with dad or you know mom pushed me on the swing or whatever. It's the little things. And so the, and then I say okay can I write mine and I'm like oh I have to remember like even if I just got a new handbag I'm not going to write that yeah, like yeah, yeah. what was the thing you know I loved that we were laughing at dinner or things like that so Aww. I feel like if you love the thank you card thing it's like it literally we do it before bed and it yes. has been so good for us to acknowledge the good things I mean it's been probably the best for me yeah because yes. <laughs> I forget to totally. do it's a wonderful way to end your day to yeah. reflect back on because we, we it's so easy to go to bed thinking about the things you got to do tomorrow or the things yeah. that didn't go your way. And I remember I, I was big into Abraham Hicks and like, um, like the power of, you know, thinking and intention. And one of the things you said was if you go through your day and it, just think about all the good things, the little things that were good, it really can set things up for the next day. And also too, if there's things that didn't go your way, you can just imagine if they went a little bit differently, you know, and, mm-hmm. If it happens in your mind, it can still give you the same feeling as if it happened. True. You know? I mean, a lot of the things, uh, Merritt and I have been doing a lot of like soul searching and work 
and mindfulness work, meditation, mm. all kinds of things. And gratitude obviously is a big part of that, but I think it's been really awesome to share all of that with our kids. Like yes. I, I, we do breathing. I mean, we've learned all these kids techniques to do. How do you breathing. Um, we just like different ways, but like there's one way where you can like breathe in up your finger and down your finger over your hand and then do it with the kids and they take deep breaths and we talk about gratitude and all the things that I'm on the journey on right now of, of these things, they're participating in. And yeah. I think that's been really great. That's for our so family. great. I really feel like our generation is trying to like shift into mm-hmm. this more mindful way. And I think that our kids are going to be such an incredible Me human. Too. I agree. They, Me too. We are, we are showing them and teaching them like what you're doing. You're setting them up for like not having to find this later in life. Mm-hmm. It's And these are the most important tools to get through anything yeah. I True. think in life. I think us, especially mothers, I think us mm-hmm. moms are doing a lot of research right now. We care a lot. Like we are we, doing we, more research we than We have any, access to it yeah. maybe than our moms. It's not, right. yeah. not against what they were they, – our, our parents' generation was like the work hard and like yeah. for your families and now we're kind of reaping those benefits and now we can like have the time to work on ourselves, which is yeah. awesome. So true. Do you guys do meditation? Like yeah. TM? Do you, or, I'm not – I haven't done TM. No. I would love to do TM. but My do, husband does it every morning. That's awesome. He for four years and it's changed his life. That's yeah, what I've I mean heard. I do just a – you know, under 15 minutes yeah. every morning yeah. when I, I mean, there are mornings I don't, but I attempt of to. Course. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and even sometimes when I can't get there, I just sit with my thoughts and, um, it's the quiet time before the kids get up for me and it's transforming. It's transformed my days. Like when I wow. am on my practice, like I have a better attitude. Mm. I'm more focused. Um, it really helps. It's pretty amazing. I need yeah. to start because I wake up and I get anxious about my day. Of course. And if I could just learn to <clears throat> shift that, it would be so helpful for me. I mean, even if you get some a guided one, yeah, you know? they even have like three minute ones. I yeah, know. I, headspace. I downloaded like Headspace. One I just like I'm maybe I you know uh, practice makes perfect. You have well, to, like, you know do what it you can sell say to Neil. You know how important this is for you. Yeah. When you're done with your meditation, if you don't mind, can you give me yeah my time you, yeah. to do it because. He'll benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, except he does it at work. But yeah, he pieces out at 630 every Even morning. those um, but yes. in LA, when we have so much access in LA, but there's like the den and the, yes. all these yeah, meditation I love places. the den. I yeah. Know. Have you been in there? Well, my there's friend Tal opened it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. I, oh. She's going to come on the show. Oh my God, she has to. Yes. And she has a little girl and they have kid meditation classes. Oh. Yeah. So but, if, but I mean, uh, we live in LA. Like we keep saying, but like my son does meditation at his preschool. Yeah, right? same. My kids yeah. do too. I mean, there's yoga now at preschool. I mean, it's. Great. I mean, the good it's news great. is you can with apps and stuff. You yeah, don't, you don't have to live you in don't LA. Have, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. To do it. and also like you, there's no judgment on it either. Just sitting quietly for yeah. five minutes, like not talking, not looking at your phone. Not it's it's just as helpful. I mean, totally. totally. The phone thing is a huge. Huge. That's another thing that I will do not want to give my children for a long time. A phone? A phone. A, phone. Oh. a cell phone. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I'll tell you. So my daughter talk- graduated from uh, elementary school in sixth grade and then went to middle school for seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And that was when everyone gave the phones to um, going into seventh grade. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and that was because it. there was a lot of a lot more independence. 
Right. You, you take the bus, you miss the bus, you go to, you have to By stay the way, I think that's a good age, study. Also. Right. Yeah. Um, that we have an understanding. She signs a, signed a contract. I don't know how, you know, it felt official. I like it. Like a contract I that like you it. kind of made up. For um, her, it was or? passed on to me, um, oh. by a, a, like it was circulated amongst the moms. Um, she took a class about, Cell phone privacy at the school, which oh. was there, the kids' eyes were like, Bling. I think that there's was a, a complete I... disconnection on about like how you're nothing is private, and the second you enter, put your name into a website, yeah. like your personal details there. are out wow. there, and Ugh. and yeah. so that was an important step. Um, I wouldn't say I'm winning on the cell phone thing because. Um, except that I, she's not allowed. She's 14 and has no social media, which is that's a big a, win that's for a me. That's a win-win. Um, I, I went with the you can lose so much time doing it. And also, um, wouldn't it be cool if you're the only one without it? Yeah. But I went then, with that one. And so, like. I wish my mom would have told me, like, you're so cool to be different. Yeah. Like, because like, I'll look back and just be like. I would have been so much cooler if I didn't care about that stuff. I know, right? I mean, I, there's still like I see like there's just, she's on so many group texts, you know, and yeah. sometimes I'm, and I'm like I'm not she's... monitoring it, and then I pick it up, and it's like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. No. drinking hot chocolate, they're you know. And so then I'm excited they're to so, be texting. Yeah, yeah. And they're I'm so like, innocent. And I remember being young and be, remember being like on the phone till really late. Yeah, that oh was my, under so, my under your under covers. covers. Yes, like the ne- what about the neon phones? Remember, like oh, they yeah. lit up and it was. Oh, clear. I always wanted one of the. Oh, oh yeah, I still had that. I so that's their version phone. of that, right? Yeah. Um, but then. You know, you have to judge it on your kid's personality. Like, yeah. I just, this, this, my daughter's particularly, um, I just don't have to worry about that. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And, um, the best advice that we heard in this thing was like, don't ever have a conversation on the phone that you're not willing to have. I mean, on text that you're not willing to have face to face. So she, I'm like, I was, if she goes, Mom, about, you know, I don't want to hang out. They got invited, and I said, "Like, okay, well, whatever you're about to write, would you be willing to pick up the phone and say that?" And she'll like, "Ooh, maybe not." And I was like, "Okay, we'll edit it to be that you could say it." So that's just our filter. But I mean, of course, she's on it still too much, watching like, um, I don't know. They're growing. This is their their life. Technology is going to be part of their life. It's real, so I wouldn't feel bad about it. How old are your children again? Six and three. Six and three. So, so no phone. I mean, no, no, no yeah, phone. Yeah, but I mean, we, yeah. Merritt and I both wear Apple watches and it's partly because I try to put my phone away at home, but like I can still sometimes monitor like what's coming in. If you in. need to, that's I what do you that. were saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, um, I mean, sometimes they see that my watch is glowing or whatever, which kind of bums yeah. me out, but I just don't want them to always see me on the phone. Yeah. Um, so then I can step away and mindfully like look at my phone and yeah. they know I'm, I'm going to step away and do an email to the kids, but I don't want them to always see me like checking. No. And we had our friend Jill Spivak here and she had said that, if if you do need to be on the phone in front of your kids, it's good to explain why. Yeah, you tell them. Like, mommy needs okay. to do this, or mommy needs to speak to this person quickly. Like, I'm going to work really quickly. Yes, yes. Okay. But I keep my – I always keep my phone far away when I'm with my kids, but I have my Apple Watch, so I'll see, oh, who's calling me? I got to get up for a minute, you guys. Like, I'll be right back, or I'll just be like, oh, I can get it later. Um, which makes me fall behind, which was part of my fail. But it's yeah. it's you know it's my, the choices that I'm making. We're just I'm going to spoil myself and get an Apple Watch. We're just you know what you're doing. It, you should do it. And also, um, we it's, it's very like, chic. Tra- Wait, is that an the stu- Yeah, we just have. <gasps> Whoa! Oh how do you God. get that band? Oh, good. Amazon. Oh, Whoa. hers is from at the Apple Store. I think. I you know. Just- I like that one too, but. 
Woo! Yeah. Okay. We're going to take pictures of these like, for you guys. Also, your jewelry and everything yeah, you you're wearing is like no matter super what chic. That's so, really yeah. nice. Thanks, yeah. guys. So All pretty. right. Well, we're going to wrap this conversation, but we're not letting you go yet because we're going to make you join us for our last fun segment called Shitty Mommy. Um, but I think the moral <laughs> of all of this is that I think as we're trying to be more conscious, grateful human beings, our kids are going to follow suit. So I think yep. that all of you mommies out there that are worried about spoiling your kids, you know, as long as you're conscious, you're on the right track and you love them and you care. And that's more than anything. And if you ever have tips and tricks, write them on our Facebook page because we I don't, love them. I don't know and we love to share. And, Information yeah. is, is wealth. Yeah. Okay. We will be right back with some shitty mommy. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Saving money on your car insurance is easy with Progressive. It's an average savings of $699 a year for customers who switch and save. In fact, customers can qualify for an average of six discounts on their auto policy when they switch to Progressive. Discounts for just starting a quote online or owning multiple vehicles. Get your quote online at Progressive.com and see how much you could be saving. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, Jordan here. I know a lot of you create your own podcasts, and a lot of you already have one like me. I obviously love what I do. It's taken a lot of hard work to get to this point of success. You shouldn't have to pay fees for platform hosting, distribution, analytics, or fees to create a podcast. You need to be able to focus on producing the best show possible. Now, Podcast One, that's a network I'm on, they have Launchpad Digital Media, or Launchpad DM for short. So it's free, includes unlimited hosting, full control of distribution. You have access to a full dashboard with analytics. Again, totally free. You own everything, by the way. You own your content, you own your subscribers, no tricky stuff there. And you get your own show page on launchpaddm.com for people to listen to and subscribe to your show. It's the only hosting platform brought to you by the leading network, Podcast One. Podcast One will promote the site, drive people to discover your podcast, and if your show grows, you could even be invited to join Podcast One's all-star roster, which includes people like Adam Carolla, Caitlin Bristow, Shaq, Lady Gang, and of course, me, Jordan Harbinger, I'm there too. You also get access to their production and sales support. So with all this completely free, don't use other hosting platforms. Why would you need to? Learn more or sign up now at launchpaddm.com. And don't forget to check out the Jordan Harbinger Show. There is no perfect pregnancy, birth, or parent, and yet we rarely hear the real stories. It's time we speak up. Mom, actress, and advocate Tatiana Ali hosts Unspoken Stories, a new podcast from March of Dimes featuring real stories from the joys of parenthood to what happens when things don't go according to plan. You can listen to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts or by visiting unspokenstories.org. We see a lot of perfect images of pregnancy, birth, and parenting, but more and more people are standing up to tell their real stories. In this podcast, you will hear some of the real stories from the joy of parenting and the complexities of dealing with illness with actress and mom, me, Jamie Lynn Sigler, to a mom coping with loss and raising two toddlers, to the realities of parenting a baby born prematurely. These brave moms and dads have the courage to speak up and share their laughter, tears, and triumphs so that no one has to feel alone in their experience. I hope you will join this important conversation, whether you are a parent or are considering becoming one. Subscribe to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts and learn more by visiting unspokenstories.org. That's unspokenstories.org. All right, we are back with some shitty mommy. We're going to read from a Facebooker first. Shitty! 
My son Chuck, three years old, came home from a park field trip with a giant yellow booger in his nose. I went to try to pick it out and he screamed like a banshee. It was nap time, so I let it be because he was extra tired from the field trip and I didn't want to fight. Even with him being sleepy, he never went down because he kept saying, nose mommy, nose mommy. But every time I went towards his nose, he would scream again. I was super annoyed because I knew he was tired and was just saying, and he was just saying mommy nose to avoid taking a nap. After about half an hour of this, I finally gave up on nap time and set him free to play. He kept whining and tugging, so I went to pick it out one last time. Okay, I finally made contact with the thing and I felt how hard it was. He started screaming, crying, thrashing, but I was freaked, so I kind of headlocked him to get steady to get the sucker out. It turned out it was an actual pebble from the playground that had started to crust inside his oh, nose. No. It was disgusting, and the moment the rock dislodged, after some major picking and a little bit of blood, Oof. Chuck closed his eyes and he went to sleep. Chuck. Poor baby. I know, what a cute kid name. Poor baby Poor couldn't Chucky. sleep because mama was making him nap with a rock up his schnauzer. <laughs> Shitty mommy. Aww. Oh, you know, how are you supposed to know poor that? Poor Chuck, why do you shove a rock up his nose? Yeah. God. But man, I've never had that one, but I've I've had there were like you remember I told you with Jack, I snapped oh, yeah, I always the, think about that one. Oh, high chair everyone, with skin. Oh, oh everyone's yeah, done sure. that. Screaming Ooh, and I'm like, sure. "You're fine. The food is coming. The food is coming." And, and I little, got back and he was still oh, screaming. Do you know oh. what? I almost did. I almost slammed Daisy's I, I was this close to chopping all of her fingers off in my in my door. She was she always holds the door yeah. like this. It was bad. But it you didn't. I almost That's threw up. I, I caught it like right like that. We all have. Oh all my god. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any shitty mommy stories? To well, share? I just I mean there are little ones all I know all day long. There's, there's so many that, that you so can't good remember. Like that. Um, it just happened recently. So my son is two. And he's obsessed with money. And <laughs> we, we keep saying, like, you're going to be a trader or a banker. He mm-hmm. is obsessed. I mean, he'll, like he wants physically. to like, visit. He wants the physical money, but he also wants to buy things with, you know, like, oh, mommy, we're going to go buy a cookie. Can I pay for it? Like, yeah. in his two-year-old. Hedge fund baby. Aww. Right. <laughs> he's obsessed. And he sees money. Here's money. Like, my wallet's cleaned out all the time. Yeah. And everything. And um, as we know, it's a very big choking hazard. Yes. Um, so anyway, he, something happened where he – I was dropping my daughter off at the bus and my husband's like, Boone swallowed a of coin. I know he did. He's telling me. He's pointing to his throat. He's not choking, but he's, yeah. he's feeling upset about it. And I'm like, okay. So I called the nurse. Um, you know, it's before hours and she calls me back and I said – she's like, okay, was your son – what happened? I said, he swallowed a coin. She said, okay, which kind? I said, I don't know. And she – Shamed me for that. What? I was like, I don't know. She's like, was it a penny or a quarter? And I was like, I don't know. Well, I didn't like, see. She couldn't write. She's like, well, there's a big difference, ma'am. <gasps> oh. Penny would be fine. A quarter for his age is, you know. And so I'm like, the second she put that in my head, right? Oh. She's like, I'm like, he's not joking, but he, um, he's like, you know, she's like, well, he could lay down and the quarter could sw- turn to the side. She tells me this, like, the, oh, you know, the zero, 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 one percent. And she's like, you should Why take him. Why isn't she calming you down? Well, thank you. And then I'm like, and you could tell she just thinks I'm, you know, completely not paying attention. Oh, because that's never happened So then before. this moment, she goes, can you tell me what your son is doing at this exact moment? And so I'm telling really earnestly and I look over at Boone and he's in front of the refrigerator and we have these big animal magnets and he's kind yeah. of like making a zoo thing. But I abbreviated and said, he's playing with magnets. And she's like, ma'am, that is the second most choking hazard. Like, she, And I'm trying to tell myself. I'm trying to speak over her, but she's just shutting me down. And she goes, can you confirm there are no bullets sitting around the class? I was like, <gasps> she's calling Child Protective Services in yes. the other one. Wait, are you joking? No. And, and I realize that there are a lot of people who make dumb 
you know, do dumb things like that. I mean, it was a good reality check that I really looked around and was of like, course. okay, what do I have? But I'm like, did this woman just I think you told your doctor that that nurse right. is like, I'm like bananas. I'm wondering if there's like a big red mark in my chart. But then I realized, that, you know, I'm like, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. I was just laughing because I was framed to be a shitty mommy when really right, I was trying right. to be a good, responsible yes. mom. But the moral of the story is that we go to, then we go to urgent care. We spent like hours there. And it turns out he did not swallow a coin two x-rays later. And I said, who swallowed the coin? And he actually blamed Emily's daughter, Lyle, and said, Lyle swallowed a coin. Uh, and I was like, even there? who wasn't even there? I was like, so this is just your imagination. And he's like, yes. Oh, oh wow. So, that was a recent. That's, that's a, a good, good story. <laughs> it is a good story. I can never remember my shitty mommy. Mo- I, I know. Think so many things happen and then I'm like, I forget. I forget so many. So I mean, every call to the nurse, you know, it's like, I remember Christmas Eve, my daughter sprayed like cleaner in her eye but it, thank goodness I had natural you know yeah. cleaner and it was totally fine but I was just like I'm glad it wasn't something toxic sitting of course. there and there's so many moments like that you turn your head for one, one second it's literally one literally one second, one second. oh one my god second I know I have both I've had both my I mean this this like break between like no camp and no school is is gonna be the death of me yeah yeah and it's literally my I saw my son pick up the baby and I'm like don't put him on the couch I literally put my coffee cup down turned around the baby was on the couch and then rolled completely over, rolled yeah. over mm-hmm. we've all all happened to us yeah one second I know I forgot at what age like it's you you can like relax that. yeah never, never. It's just uh, a different – you're looking for different things. Yeah. I know. I mean, so much of what we do is like, don't do this. No, don't do, don't I do, know. don't do. And it start, they just start to tune it out. It's like, stop. Yeah. Pick, my daughter kept picking the ice packs out of the freezer, and I'm like, stop, stop. Just don't yeah. – and then she dropped one on her toe, oh. broke her toenail off. Oh, my God. <gasps> really? But I'm glad because – Yes. There's, that's why was you're the, saying yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like until they learn for themselves. Yeah. But I'm, you know, there's a lot of that. Her yeah. toenail fell off. It did. It was like the worst injury she'd had, and I felt terrible for her. But you but know. it's a it's a lesson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As much as it is. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us and being here. We think you're incredible. We love the great and everything that you do. And I know our listeners will be really happy with this conversation. Thank you, Jenna, Thanks, for, Thanks for having us at the party. And oh, my God. Of course. <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you us. for coming. We uh, loved having gonna, you. We're going to leave you with a Mama Said. So remember, Mama Said, not all who wander are lost. Some are just moms in Target hiding from their children. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Gold Peak Iced Tea. The comforts of home are never far away. Find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Unspoken Stories. Subscribe to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts and learn more by visiting unspokenstories.org. Mathnasium. Schedule your free risk assessment at mathnasium.com slash mama. Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash mama to get 15% off your order. Talkspace. Get your first week free with promo code mama at talkspace.com slash student. Progressive Insurance. Get your quote online at progressive.com and see how much you could be saving. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode.